Welcome to the CX Spotlight. The following is a brief excerpt from our recent webinar about the 2021 APAC CX Maturity Report. In this episode, our host Steve Nuttall is joined by Amelia Diggle, Service Design Lead at Verizon Connect, and Matthew Wells, Global Solutions Executive at Verizon, as they discuss the evolution of the contact center. So moving into the contact center space, some really, you know, some really obvious differences here that 47% of leaders have migrated all of their contact center IT assets to the cloud and, and laggards are way behind. I mean, they're still in that kind of hybrid state. Um, and again, there's some regional differences. New Zealand and uh, Southeast Asia are ahead of Australia as well in terms of that cloud migration journey. That's combining the um, pale green and the dark green there to give you a kind of an 82% overall. So yeah, um, Matt, it's been, you know, if you've, if you've migrated to the cloud versus if you haven't, this, um, this technology infrastructure shift has been pretty critical, hasn't it? Yeah, it certainly has. To the point where, where a lot of businesses, and we saw this firsthand, you know, a lot of our enterprise clients were actually caught off guard where they needed to send agents home uh, and they, they didn't have a, a technical solution to be able to deliver that um, yeah, to, the, to their agents. Combined with, you know, that there were a lot of scenarios where they couldn't, you know, they weren't in, the agents weren't in a position to take calls, so they had to move to digital channels. And once again, they didn't have that technology available. So the cloud was the only option. And the constraint there was um, the, I guess, the, the queue of work <laughs> To actually, um, yeah, to, to get these these clients on their on the platforms, on the cloud platforms, and you know, the people to do that. So, so there was there was a, there was a lot of um, you know, the fire drills and, and urgent projects done last year to to fulfil that. Yeah, this question, like the forty seven percent of leaders, uh, I you know probably estimate that a lot of them are already on the cloud. Yeah, already. So yeah, the, the yeah the the, the seven percent of the laggards, um, probably a lot of them weren't already on it. <laughs> So, so, so it probably represents um, yeah the, the shift within that, that period of time. But, um, but yeah, certainly uh, Australia being only 73% doesn't surprise me either, um, given yeah, the, the, the view we have uh, across the region, um, that there is a, you know, particularly in the, at the large end of town, there's still a very large amount of agents using premise-based um, platforms. Um, that um, it's almost like a, a I don't know, a... Um, <laughs> a stubbornness not to get off it, but uh, but they managed to do it. And look, I I, I spoke to um, uh, yeah uh, someone who is a technology leader in one of the banks who looks after their technology uh, contact center technology, and and he said, look, it, it took us um, you know I think two and a half or three years to get fifty agents to work from home, and it took us you know another month to get the other you know four or five thousand <laughs> to work from home. So. Um, but it's amazing what you can do when you have to do it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then looking at you know the kind of the you know the the, the actual op operating model, and you know what's you know what's clear is that you know across the region, thirty nine percent are saying there's going to be no change in our current arrangements. So most organisations are making a change. You know, primarily they're moving to this distributed remote working model with agents working from home. Um, you know, there's also potential shift into lower cost locations um, and some are kind of, you know, combining both and, and, and really giving, you know, finding lower cost locations and the remote working model. Those, you know, in Southeast Asia, very much, you know, more likely than Australia and New Zealand to be shifting to that distributed remote working model. And 
Um, you know, that, that, that obviously has, um, you know, major implications, but even in, you know, even in this part of the world, you know, a quarter of organizations shifting across there, that's a big shift. You know, there's a lot that has to happen there. What are the main considerations when you shift your operations to a distributed remote working model? I, I think it's, it's, it's the environment and it's the, the connectivity. So, you know, if, you know, in a lot of, a lot of cases, we saw businesses just turn off voice. Um, because it was just too hard. To, to, you know, the environment wasn't right. They had um, kids homeschooling because you know obviously the kids or the school sent their kids home. Um, the you know, the, the, the other part is the technology. So it, the, the the internet connection might not be good enough to carry voice, or there might be some congestion with the mobile network. So the digital was was the yeah you know, was the choice. So chat, uh, social media, and um, I saw in the survey results there too that. Um, Certainly, the uh, I think it was uh, chat. Sorry, it was um, social media, and uh, I forget the other one, but it was very similar. That was the, uh, the standout in terms of what people had done over the last year. So, so I think the the, the channels, um, yeah, the available channels that you might have in a contact centre that's you know in the more traditional sense office based um, yeah. need to be considered in terms of can you actually enable those channels when you've got home workers. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got all the training. Uh, the training and the operational knowledge, the, you know, I think this is where the leaders really excel because um, they would tend to have a lot of that already covered in terms of, you know, we've all been on the phone where, yeah, you get put on hold four or five times during the call because they've got to ask the supervisor a question because they don't have the knowledge of the tools there in place. Yeah, having all the knowledge and all of the information there for the agents so that they can deliver the the service um, is, is even more important because you don't have that physical proximity that you used to. And then there's the uh, the third part is really the, the teamwork, like the, you know, the ability to be able to talk to your colleagues and share stories and see how you've been able to, yeah. to resolve issues. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's, that's a bit harder. So working out how you actually enable that collaboration in a virtual sense as opposed to a physical is another key challenge. Good question. Amelia, is there a, you know, do you have to kind of, you know, consider aspects of culture change and, and leadership here? Yeah, well, I think what Verizon did pretty quick. So every day, I think it's midday in the US. So for us, it's like midnight or something. Um, but they do a half hour just sharing. Um, and, and I think that's been good for the whole organization, not just the American folks who are normally in the office together, because it's made us feel even more like a part of the, 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 the team, even though we're in other countries. So that's been fantastic. It took a bit of work, you know, you had to basically, a whole team is dedicated to keeping everybody um, connected. And I think that's an opportunity for businesses in itself. Like that's starting to create those feedback loops and that culture of, of sharing and learning and iterating. So it's it's giving us a lot more than we even realize at the moment, which I think we'll look back and go, wow, like wish we'd been doing that the whole time um, in a couple of years. So that, that, yeah, that's probably a good example of what we've tried to do at Verizon. I think it's going really well. Thanks. And a, a question's come up about um, also kind of out, about shifting outsourcing arrangements to um, onshore. So the, the person who that obviously knew my slides because they, they, they knew that was the next slide that was coming up. And here's the answer to your question. Yes, is the answer. It's, and it, it seems to be, you know, shifting outsourcing. The change that's going to happen is a, a shift to reallocate operations um, onshore. Uh, Matt, a quick passing thought. 
you know, what does the ideal onshore location look like? Yeah, I think it's interesting that it's not um, the, the outsourcing versus insourcing model is not really under question here. People are still happy with the outsourcing model that is changing the location of the of the agents. The challenge for outsourcers uh, and their clients is, yeah, where, where's the best place to set up the location, set up the centres or the virtual centres for your agents? Um, and yes, I, I think there's there's a there's a sweet spot there. There's there's the the towns that are too small that don't really have the labour force to to meet the demands, and then there's the the major cities, which uh, are probably too large and have too many employment options, um, which can impact you know, churn of staff and things like that. So the regional cities, the larger regional cities like Geelong or Newcastle, Wollongong, yeah. um, those, those sort of places I think seem to be the real sweet spot, um, combined with some state and federal government incentives to, to set up operations there. Um, you know, you can certainly, obviously you can't get the, <laughs> you know, the cost of labour won't be anywhere near what what the, the offshore model looks like, but yeah. it can certainly look a lot better. Yeah. Uh, and then with the lower attrition churn rates, yeah. uh, that can certainly make it even more attractive. So, yeah. so, so I think that's 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 the I think that's the answer, and that seems to be what's happening. You know, and and I guess for people in those areas, it's it's you know that, that's a good thing. That's good for local employment and, and lower real estate costs as well. <laughs> Maybe higher. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a whole separate conversation about the future of commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the CX Spotlight. You can watch the rest of this webinar in its entirety at www.fifthquadrant.com.au slash cx-reports.